Okay, so everyone seems to agree that Ben Roethlisberger is staying. But now, the course of the roster and maybe the future of the franchise has to get determined, at least in part, based on that. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. I'm not wild about any of this. At least I won't be until I find out that Ben is playing for free and the Steelers can somehow find a way to carve out the cap space necessary to keep their defense intact. And yes, I said defense, as in defense. If I'm the Steelers and I have finite funding, and they really do right now with their cap crunch, I am focused first and foremost on keeping Mike Hilton, Cam Sutton, at least make a prayer, Hail Mary type attempt at Bud Dupree, as I've been suggesting for a while right now. I'm focused on the defense. The defense is a known commodity. The defense is what's made the Steelers specials too strong a term uh, as a whole, but not for the defense. When you look at what they've done the last two years, the combination of the sacks and the takeaways, the various dynamic elements, and they did it this past season without Devin Bush. So right off the bat, you're getting Bush back. You need to keep Hilton. He's a playmaker. We saw what the Steelers are like without him. You need to keep Sutton because Sutton is the guy who's going to take over for Joe Hayden, which probably won't be very long from now. You need to take care of the defense first. I don't care that Ben has openly, publicly lobbied to keep Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju was the Steelers' third best receiver this past season. Out of a group, I might add, that led the NFL in drops. It's not fair to put Juju in that category since he was very good about drops. The best on the team, actually. However, he was still the third best receiver out of that group. That's my point. I'm not breaking any bank to keep him here because the quarterback who's going to turn 39 years old in five days wants to have him back. I'm putting the money into the defense. I'm not going to leave Ben out on an island, and I'm not going to let him get killed back there, but I'm going to try to find ways to address the offense through the draft as much as that's possible. I'm going to elevate James Washington in Juju's place. I'm going to look around for tight ends. I mean, there's a chance they'll bring Eric Ebron back. Uh, Heaven knows Ben loved him, and he might not be all that expensive. He didn't exactly have a great year. He didn't have a bad year, but he didn't have a great year either. And talk about drops. The variable in all of this, uh, the variables, plural, are running back and offensive line. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our new partners at FuboTV. 
If you're paying around 200 bucks a month for cable, as most of us do, Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels with an emphasis on sports, and now including AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh, meaning you can watch all the Penguins games, all the Pirates games, and you've basically lost all your excuses to hang on to cable. For our listeners only, go to FuboTV.com DK to get 15% off your first month. One more time. FuboTV.com slash DK, 15% off your first month. You don't need to get Ben a running back. You just need to get a running back. This doesn't have to be something that's done to accommodate the franchise quarterback. This could, would, and should have been done if Mason Rudolph was going to be the quarterback or anybody was going to be the quarterback. You can't finish 32nd in the NFL in rushing and say, yeah, you know what, we're good with that. James Conner won't be back. I'd be stunned if Jalen Samuels were back. So what you're left with in the room is Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland, and I don't believe for a split second that the Steelers will stick with that. I'm open to seeing them entertain taking Najee Harris in the first round, if that's what it takes. You never know with running backs. You you swear certain guys are first-round locks, and then they end up going to the second, even third rounds. But if they feel that's what it takes to get him, and they like him, and they feel he's a good fit, and, man, watching the kid, <laughs> the highlights anyway, he looks like he'd, he'd be a Pittsburgh Steeler for life. If you get Harris or a running back that you feel is of the pedigree that they can come right in and start and make an impact. From there, what you've got to do is you've got to patch up the offensive line. It's it's easy and, and maybe a little lazy to say, well, just get all those guys in the draft. The center class isn't very strong. Replacing Marquise Pouncey, you're obviously not going to have a Pouncey, but you're going to need somebody reliable. I happen to believe that that's going to require a free agent. It can't be one who's very expensive. Obviously, there isn't much money, and we've already made defense the priority, but you can get yourself somebody reliable to snap the football. Look at uh, the acquisition of Stefan Wisniewski last year. Now, granted, he was going to be a backup center, was a guard, uh, didn't cost very much, came right from starting for a Super Bowl champion. Those guys can be had. It doesn't have to cost you, you know, four, five, eight, ten, whatever it is, million dollars to get one of those guys. From there, I'm focusing my second, third round picks. Heck, I'm even thinking about my fourth rounder, just for fun here, winging it on offensive line. I, I just, it's been too long since the Steelers have invested high picks into the offensive line. There was a good run there where they, you know, had a bunch of them, uh, notably Pouncey and DeCastro, but then look at what that got you, you know. Uh, they more than repaid that investment many, many times over, both of them. You already theoretically have your tackles, and Zach Banner, Chuksokorafor could obviously use a little bit of depth there. Uh, you have DeCastro still. Uh, do you 
venture to try to keep Matt Filer, probably because you don't want to have all children uh, there. I don't know. Maybe he's going to be a little too expensive because he has the ability and probably should have stayed playing right tackle. Kevin Dotson is going to be one of your starting guards. So we've got three of the five locked in, I think. So you need to get yourself a center. Yeah, that's you really need to get a center. As I, as I go through this here in my head, you really need to get a center. But it can't be one that's very expensive. You need to find and or keep a tight end. You need to add a little bit of wide receiver depth if you let Juju go. And one more time, in case anybody just entered the room, spend your money on defense. Keep that defense as intact as you possibly can. Nothing will have a bigger impact on this quarterback and the football team as a whole. When we come back, just one question. question. If you'd like to leave one, you can do that by visiting DK Pittsburgh Sports. Find the article that contains this podcast and leave it right there in comments. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need help with workers' comp, who filed for medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. Today's Just One Question comes from Frank, who asks, you've mentioned the term carry water on your shows recently in terms of you carrying water for Sam Lafferty with the Penguins or Brian Reynolds with the Pirates. What current stealer? do you think you're prone to carry water for? Because one individual doesn't come immediately to mind for me as far as your normal analysis goes. Well, Frank, first off, I'm at least a little bit disappointed because one of them should come to mind since I don't just carry his water. I carry like uh, the entire water tower for James Washington on a consistent basis, and I just did it again in the first segment. I don't know that carry water is the right term. That makes a reporter cringe a little bit because that sounds like you're you're giving them something that they don't deserve. Uh, I happen to believe in the individuals that you mentioned uh, from the other two teams in town. Sam Lafferty, fourth-line winger, who I think has got more in him. Brian Reynolds, who had a huge regression for the Pirates last year, but has hit at every level. I think he's going to bounce back, especially after the batting practice uh, I watched here yesterday in Bradenton. I'm down here all week, by the way, covering the Pirates spring training. But, yeah, James Washington's my guy. Um, I see the things that he's able to do in terms of high-pointing the football, battling for it, uh, going up and coming down, both of them, with a conviction toward not only getting the ball, but toward making something more of the catch. Uh, His numbers won't strongly support my point. 
And I'll, I'll tell you that right up front. He's, he hasn't been great with yards after the catch. Um, he hasn't been great, really, even in terms of uh, catching the ball and drops. But I'm going to stubbornly maintain that if he were out there taking a regular turn and you were able to use James Washington more along the lines of what Mason Rudolph did with him at Oklahoma State, which is go deep, turn around, face me. I'm going to put the ball up in the air, and I know you're going to get it. The amount of times that Ben did that with James Washington in the 2020 season wouldn't fill one thumb on one hand of mine. It just never happened. Uh, Ben did occasionally put up those kinds of balls. It just didn't happen to be with James Washington, uh, at least not anything that was remotely close or catchable, because I'm sure in your head you can picture some of the plays I'm thinking of right now that were incompletions, but they were 20 yards past Washington that he didn't have a prayer at. James Washington can do a lot of things on a football field, but you got to give him a chance. And remember, when this team was really, really struggling with those drops, especially in those couple games, they... It was a problem all year long to an extent, but especially those couple of games, Buffalo-Washington, where they just couldn't catch anything. Who did Ben end up turning to? Yeah, remember that? And he won the game because he was the one who was battling for the football. He was the one that was fighting to get open. He was the one that held on to the ball as if his life depended on it. I'd love to see more of that player. And if I got to carry water, uh, dump water on my head, whatever it is, I'm going to keep doing it. Thanks for the question, Frank. Thanks to everybody for listening today. We'll have one more of these this week tomorrow. Park University in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door, your car, your gym locker, your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.